Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Hey guys, are you ready to get started? Let me tell you what I don't have in front of me. I don't have a, I don't have the journal and I don't have the napkin, but I do have time. I have got time and as I sound, I have rolled out of bed uh, some time ago. Let me snatch this earring off because I hear it already making noise for you guys. So this is, if this is your first time, please let me know uh, in the comments or in the replay that it was your first time hearing or seeing this. And if you're on, regardless of where you are, I can't see you because I'm doing this uh, through another platform. And I go back into the comments after and we have some discussion after. I've found that I've got to get it out. I've got to get it out. And I love taping this podcast in a live environment. And unfortunately, it can't be as much right now. It can't be as much of a two-way conversation as book one was. Now, book one, that's 90 episodes where we went through each was a journaling moment. We did a word cloud. We had some great two-way conversation. This one is it's time sensitive. And like I literally have 10, maybe 15 minutes to talk about how I got out of bed because I want this thing. We have to progress. Now, mind you, there's going to be some dark days. We know that because we're dealing with uh, our anxieties, not so much, you know, depression as we went through or the trauma and all that, but just basically things that will trigger off our anxiety. Like I got up and got started in the morning and then I realized like, I can't roll with the morning commuters, right? I'm like, I'm not that, I'm not that aware of my surroundings, like school buses. I'm like, oh wait, whoa, that was stopping. Um, I'm just not, I'm just not as aware in the morning. Morning is just not my thing. And I have luckily, I've had the kind of life where morning didn't have to be my thing and I could flow the way I wanted to. So I don't want to kind of say go with the flow. I kind of want to talk about us just kind of being aware, especially of things that trigger you into I can't do. Let's talk about the I can't this morning because I, uh, one of the things I do is I go back and look at these things that come up. Like it's the anniversary of this, the anniversary of that. Here's a memory. You know, all these different platforms are trying to remind us through the content that we've shared over the years. One of my platforms, man, it gives me, uh, yesterday, last year, five years ago, I think I've seen something go back as far as seven years ago. I'm a productive person. So therefore I have these great memories and, and it's so good because sometimes I look at them and I could be sitting here just trying to wonder how to launch something or start something or, or continue something. And I'll go and look at a memory like, dang, who was she? Right. <laughs> who, how'd she do excuse me, how'd she do that? How'd I do that? And I'm like, wow, like right now I have got to get prepared to get back into this kitchen. And I'm like, what, how did I, how did I do a whole year uh, in that kitchen when I can't even find time to eat right now? Well, a lot of times it's just that season. Something is right because you're in the right season and everything you need is right there. Not everything is not supposed to go on always and forever. Now I know we got to, we got to work, we got to eat, we got to do all these things that that's been told to us. This is what life is. And then we have these yearnings for other things and so forth. And we try to figure out how to do it. Like, like blogging, like last night, let me tell y'all before this podcast, I had to go and cover and uh, I didn't have to go. I went to cover an event and 
I was apparently I <laughs> it's so funny because the dialogue after this event it was it was supposed to be one thing like it's a it's a, a film festival it's a red carpet there's a, a certain celebrity David Oyelowo uh, um, and the movie was Don't Let Go and the movie to me represents uh, time travel and Afrofuturism like whoa there's a future and we're in it kind of thing right and this whole time tra- travel thing is interesting because we've already seen a time travel movie put out by Spike Lee so that meant that somebody went around and gave people um, funding to make these movies and here comes the second one with David Oyelowo who plays a detective trying to go back and rescue here comes a dog rescue his niece who is uh, apparently a something victim. I didn't see the movie, so no spoilers. I was like, no, I'm not going to stay and watch it because when I watch it, uh, I'm creating a narrative around when I watch a movie and I'm like, this ain't it. You know, even though there was a talk before I talk back or you get to watch it with the director, the director was there as well as, you know, the star of the movie and so forth and so on. That's what a film festival. Y'all, uh, let me tell y'all, if you want to watch movies with the people in the movie, besides everybody that's yelling out in the movie that they were an extra, if you really want to want to um, watch movies with people who wrote the movie, who were the basis of the movie, who directed the movie, who stars in the movie, go now, find the film festival that's happening in New York City. Every city has film festivals. Shout out to Bronze Lens. It's their 10th year uh, film festival in the city. I love it, and I'm gonna, I'll be back for several other events um, throughout the festival. And then there's workshops and all those kinds of things if you want to get into that. Like, I'm still trying to figure out, like, how to become one of these extras. But it takes all day. But anyway, so I had my one question. I usually just have one question. And usually one of the reasons I have my one question, I try to ask something different than the the three three to five questions they've answered all the way down the receiving line on this red carpet. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to ask that. Oh, no, I'm not asking that. I'm not asking that. And I always have something that I, because I like to, um, at some point in my life, and I'm pretty sure, that I like to tie it together. Like the same question I asked him, I asked to uh, Donald Glover, you know, who's who's real big in this thing. Um, And so I asked about the Afrofuturism. But his answer, as you know, if you listen to the other podcasts we do, Leading Women Podcast, uh, Angela and I talked about, we were looking, she's uh, diving into the 1619 history, and I'm, I've been spending the year um, being 2019 is really the culmination of a lot. As we go into 2020, I'm looking at 1919 to, to 2019, and some things that people run around saying black people don't do this and black people don't do that, but they don't know, they don't want to tie the essence of, okay, it's because racism exists. Like I was riding home this morning, and uh, yesterday we saw, we've been seeing a, a number of joggers off the beaten path in the neighborhood, right? You know what that means, okay? And, and our neighborhood that is not about to go through no gentrification because it's been gentrified. There's been the flight. There's been the people coming back, all that kind of stuff. You know, we're caught in a recession, so we've been living together for the past 15 years. And apparently another recession is coming, so if you didn't get out in the opening, you're probably going to be stuck again. But anyway... We saw the jogger off the beating path. But one of the reasons I say off the beating path, path is because our neighborhood has a number of parks and a number of places where you ought to go running, okay? A number of gyms and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and we saw this runner, you know, we saw the, the ponytail swing, and I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa, that's not, that's not a white female, basically, right? Which is, you know, cue to gentrification, you know, white woman running safely, right? 
And and so there's always this question as to why black people don't get out and run uh, racism. Because <laughs> just envision somebody like jogging. If if people black people are getting arrested in their own homes, okay, because they left the door, they have the door open, and they're walking through their house, and the cop thinking, "Oh, you all not to live there." Right? New viral video. Q. Uh, here we go. Q viral. Q latest viral video. Right? Okay. Man walking through his house in his underwear, got his door open, like getting some air. Uh, oh, I don't know that you live there. Step outside. Step outside my behind. You, uh, please, y'all, go and take these classes, you and law, you and the law, and you and racism. Please, okay, I, I know, I know, I know. It's just how to get out of bed. But we're talking about triggers. And one of the reasons we're talking about triggers, and one of the reasons we're talking about race so much is because in this climate because of the president, because of things that are going on, because, um, each year from now and probably for another two decades, maybe a decade, probably another decade, probably another. Okay. I'm gonna give you a five year, 2025. Hopefully everybody on the planet will understand that there's everybody on the planet. Okay. And you might not be able to carve out as much of the planet with your hierarchy as you love. Okay, and this is why I said the future ain't American. I'm just saying because nobody has to put up with it. Nobody has to put up with it, but we have to, we have to understand that it happened. So one of the triggers that I know that I have, and, and what I'm trying to get people to understand is why this is a trigger. Because one of the things. Okay, let me go back. Let me go back to the running. Let me finish the thought. Asking why black people don't jog. It's because black people can't run in public because of racism. Leave that alone. Now you know, okay? Uh, the cue, the viral video is, yes, there was a video trending yesterday of a man walking through his house in his underwear, had his door open, getting some air. I don't know what. And white cop, young white cop, who obviously not trained by the police force, but probably in one of those unions, went to one of those union meetings where apparently at the union meeting, they talk about the ingredients. Cause I, I am going down this trail. I am going to find out how these officers end up with an entirely different training than that that is said to come from the police academy. Okay. I'm going to figure that stuff out because I don't know how, I still can't figure out how this thing happens. So, but anyway, I, I know all of this. See, this is why a red carpet just ain't simply a red carpet to somebody that used to blog about justice. Y'all talking about Jay-Z and Kaepernick and we, and we passed kneeling and all this stuff. It's simultaneous. It's, it's simultaneous. Thank you, Mike, Michael Eric Dyson, for giving us that. It's simultaneous. We have to deal with it. Kaepernick has to continue simultaneously at the time that Jay-Z has to go into the suites. One is working it on the streets. The other is working it on the suites. Something we never did before is connect these things, not through. Each generation had these two things that were pitted against each other. And watching this stuff go on, the reason why I'm talking about it on how to get out of bed, because it makes people not want to get out of bed. It makes people not want to get out of bed in such a looming facet. You know, my generation, we came along in that window where, you know, the world that realized, hey, listen, you know, these people over here, they're doing this. I mean, we just we were we just were able to venture only to a certain point, but venture beyond uh, a lot of this stuff. One, because we had a cohesiveness and a community and a culture which we could live in and we could work anywhere, live anywhere, get amazing educations, uh, start amazing business, all those things. 
were open to us. But after that, for the generation to come after that, things started to shut down again, and now we're here. And now we're here. If you look at the date on this thing, I'm recording this in 2019. America has a president named Trump. Um, and America prior to that had a president named Barack Obama. And so those two things together have set us on a path of trajectory where people think that, you know, America is still... The, the thing that boggles my mind is the, the way people want America to exist. That's the thing that drives me crazy. And I don't understand. I'm still trying to figure out, like, who exactly is it? Because it's such a waste of time trying to make America hate again, right? That's where we are in this. And it's like, but nobody truly has to even be in America. Nobody is as confined to this country. I mean, you could, you know, you could like just drive up out of, and I ain't, I'm, well, maybe I am. I don't know. I mean, you can literally like get in your car and drive like out of America, right? I mean, and, and I'm not saying go back where you came from or anything like that. I'm just saying you literally don't have to deal with this. I have to deal with it because I have a publication. I have podcasts. I create content. And when I create this content, like say, for instance, last night, let me get back to the original thing of the story. Last night as part of the content I wanted to create. It was I wanted to go live and show people a little bit, a glimpse of the film industry, um, that brought no the 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 film festival industry that brought the film industry to Atlanta that this is something that has been going on for 10 years and this is why you have to be consistent in what you're doing because you can bring about change and now all of Hollywood when I left the film festival I came home and I watched a movie I watched Marlon's movie sex six tub sex tuplics or whatever and I'm sitting there and I realized whoa the movie was filmed in Atlanta Right. And, now, and we've seen Marlon around Atlanta a number of times and so forth. Got an amazing Marlon interview on there in our content over on YouTube where I literally talk with Marlon as to why he has so much success in Hollywood. And, you know, he did Hollywood and then he went and got this deal with Netflix and, you know, and kind of under the radar, you know, under the radar. He's like, hey, I know my numbers. And, and he literally answers the question. But anyway. So I wanted to go and just simply go live and show you, you know, the madness of the red carpet and, and of course, the moment with the celebrity and those kind of things. Just kind of show you what movie blogging is about and so forth. And uh, so I went. But then to come back, the one question I asked the actor, um, the whole pro the 1619 project being out there now and and me researching things that went on in the last hundred years and and all of that it's big it was bigger than that simultaneously uh while i'm interviewing them and you know okay you got a movie coming out awesome you know let's do as i said let's do it again don't go let let don't let go um and but the movie is talking about time travel and from my perspective um, black people doing a time travel movie is something that we don't get to turn on and say, hey, we're the lead role in this movie. But, uh, but mind you, I'm talking to an actor who's having great success in America and in American films with an American dialect. Okay, yeah, all that went through my head. Um, and I'm talking to him about this film and this role and I ask about Afrofuturism and time travel 
And he proceed, he then proceeds to give me the African's perspective. And as those of you, most of you know, that's a trigger. The African perspective, just opposed to the African-American perspective, or as I like to say, the black American perspective, right? So it triggered something in me. It's like, whoa, we're coming from two entirely different perspectives, which he, did, he proceeded to let me know that and my audience know that. Um, and he, it was kind of like, you know, y'all celebrating the Wakanda and the return and all of that. But he's like, I've been in this space. And while that shit, it shook me. And I wish you, I remember in the, I re, I remember my face changing when, when he, at one point when he started talking, when he said that I've been in this space, my face changed. I felt every, I felt. It shook me, y'all, because I'm like, oh, wait, I forget. I forgot. Yeah, you've been in that space, even though he ain't in that space. Now he's in America. But, oh, wow, you've been in that. You, you were not one of the taken as, as we dissected this conversation. So I was triggered, okay? Now, I was triggered now this way. If I didn't come on and have the dialogue with my with my. Uh, podcast partner I probably would have been triggered this morning like real heavy like how do I get out of bed but we we talked about this I came home and I asked her I said listen go look at that go look. I couldn't even stay last night I was like I gotta go sit somewhere and process this right and I told I came home and I, I texted her I said go look at that little clip and tell me if I'm if if that you know what did I just what did I what did he say go look at it let me make sure it ain't just my triggers that there is a, a disconnect because for him to say he's been in that space, you've been in that space, but there's five hundred. There's a there's a five hundred year distance. There's a five. There's something that happened over the last five hundred years that kept me as a descendant from being in that space, right? And and to say, you know, he learned that he been in Wakanda. Now, y'all know how y'all celebrated Wakanda with Black Panther. He even took it back to Black Panther. He's like, I've been in Wakanda. And I was like, okay. But I felt as though, and, and here's, what, here's what happens, and this is why, again, simultaneously we have built up. Um, we have built up our talking points. We have built up the suppression, how we're going to suppress these things. And it's funny that he said that because at the same time, like I have, I have a, a good colleague who is right now in Africa um, as part of the year return. There's a group that left Atlanta. Um, they went from Jamestown to Jamestown. They left Atlanta and they went to Jamestown in, uh, I think, Virginia, right? Where the 20, people are tracing the steps of these, the first 20 that came. And that's part of the 1619 project. And, you know, all of this is kind of wrapping up before we get out of 20, before we get out of 2019, going into 2020, like, let's really get an understanding of what has happened to a people or to people. And so when he said that, so mind you, that's where our mindset, and just Tuesday we recorded that podcast, yesterday being Wednesday, all those thoughts on my mind. And so um, he, when he said that, and I'm thinking, because the move, and y'all, it's a lot. I can't put it all in here. Y'all got to go. Angela and I are going to come up, come back with a part two. But I, I don't even know where to go with this. It's like, but I still got out of bed because I had the, I had the dialogue. I needed to have the dialogue. So she went and checked it out based in, in compared to, oh, let me go back, Jamestown. 
a colleague of mine uh, who, who does radio here in Atlanta is on a trip right now. And they went from Jamestown to Jamestown. So they went from uh, Jamestown in America to Jamestown in Africa, tracing the steps of the original 20 that came, how slavery began in America and how slavery ended. And it's their year of return for those who wanted to go uh, back to Africa and, and bridge this gap in the celebration and celebrated the resilience and so forth and so forth, or the coming home or wanted to feel that coming home type thing. And some of them have done their DNA and all that kind of stuff. Right. So at the same time in his statement, he said, plus I am royalty. You know, he, he, he hinted to the fact that he was part of a Royal family, uh, out of Nigeria. Right. And so at the same, same time he said that to me, I look at her post and she and, and me, I'm looking at, oh, wow, that's an entire narrative that he just gave. Like, that might not be reality, but that's his that that's his talking point. That's his narrative that he is going to give when questioned about being an African actor in in certain roles. Now, you know, the majority is what we know him for in his roles is him playing an American. Uh, he played, you know, of course, everybody talks about Selma and he's played a number of biopics bio, bio and, and this kind of thing and so forth. We know him as a, an African actor in America, in American roles, right? And so at the same time, he gave me this narrative. Remember, I talk about stuff comes at you and I'm, I'm waiting for it to come at me a third time. So he gives me, in his narrative, he talks about the... Africa being the richest of the continents. And he talked about, you know, everybody coming from royalty. In fact, he himself, I'm, I'm myself, I'm from royalty and all this kind of stuff. So then say to my come on, and Angela and I are having this dialogue in the text about, you know, dissecting the, the one who question, 44 seconds of video. Uh, I look online and my colleague who's actually in Africa right now on this year of return, she posts that, um, one of the speakers over there that welcomed them back said to them, when asked about your origins, you must say that you are from royalty. And I'll quickly tag Angela. I'm like, girl, it's a narrative. It is a freaking narrative. This is, and while it's good and it makes you feel good, I said, but it's absence of what happened from 1619 to 2019. It's absence of, it's absent of the 400 years. It's absent of the 400 years. Okay, if I'm Roy, to give me my check. <laughs> Can I get my reparations? And this is why I say reparations must be a global thing because globally everybody participated in this. And while we, and, uh, uh, no, I'm still talking about how to get out of bed. You get out, this is how, you got to go beyond the talking points, it's got to start becoming a, it's got to become reality, y'all. It can't just be at 23 minutes into this. It can't just be a talking point. It can't just be this spiel that you give somebody in an interview or, or the way we, in, in fact, we can't be the only ones trying to explain this thing, which is what Angela and I talked about on the Leading Women podcast and what they're talking about in all the different essays and, and so forth. Like, who is this for? Like, what he was telling me, was that for me? Was that for my audience? Because if it was for me and for my audience, that's why we're still talking about it. Like, wait, that, you can't just, you can't take the brush and just paint that like that, right? No, you can't take that brush. There's no, there's no, you can't. Because the people are going to want to know more, hopefully. If you follow me, you want to know more. If you follow me, you want to know, well, what is that, right? 
Um, yes, I believe we should all have our talking points. And yes, I believe we should, you know, but it should be the truth. It should be 100% the truth. You know, I, I know PR, I know publicity. And the problem comes when we all start believing, you know, the, the, the broad brushstrokes, right? You know, like, um, like there are some, uh, when I get press release or PR and all that kind of stuff, a lot of the men uh, love to say, you know, they came from homelessness and they built this net. Well, women, they're not, they're not, they don't come, they like, ladies, we out here, honey, we out here trying to be all truthful, honest, and transparent. And get, where's your, if you were to, I'm going to leave y'all with this exercise. If you could just paint something with a broad brushstroke. All right. And maybe that's how you get out of bed. Maybe that's why most of us are triggered because we don't use those broad brushstrokes. Have y'all seen these adult coloring apps? Right. Cause I, I have, I've got a couple of those adult coloring apps and there are some, um, you know, you just basically hit on the number, you pick a color and it tells you, okay, this color is number six. And you go through and you just swipe all the six spots. And some of them are like very detailed. See the very detailed, that's usually women. Like, you know, in, in the one where it's like, oh, it's like five colors, bam, 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 bam. Accomplished, you know, complete, finished, right? That's what I wanted to talk about. This broad brush stroke. You know, like when I talked about black people in jogging, like I would love to, no, I wouldn't, but I would, I, maybe, maybe I would if it wasn't for racism. We'd go out here and go running down through the neighborhood. You know, if I didn't have to work, see the broad brushstroke would be, broad brushstroke is, you know, black people are, black people don't run. That's the broad brushstroke. But then when I tell you, well, black people don't run because, you know, in, in a mile run, Four or five cops are probably going to ask, is everything okay where you're coming from? You know, I'm out there. I pull over. I have to pull over every now and then and reset my GPS. Uh, and in every instance, not every instance, I won't say every instance, but in a couple of instances in particular neighborhoods where I have to pull over, a cop will pull up. You okay? Everything okay? I'm like, yeah. You know, I'm just like on my phone. I might be sending a tweet or whatever, you know, where, where are you trying to go? And I'm like, you know, it's like, really? Are you, is, are you concerned or did you just like notice something different? You know, um, it's like, it's crazy. You know, and then, and then, and then there are those that say, well, just comply. Well, you don't have to just comply because you don't get stopped. You don't get asked. You don't get, there's no query, right? You know, I mean, have y'all not seen the video of the cops walking up on the vehicle of the, the, the guy, the mass shooters? Have y'all not seen how nicely they walk up on the mass shooters and how rough they walk up on a jaywalker or a person? I mean, come on now. It's like, oh, my God. Broad strokes. I say all that to say. Broad strokes are not working anymore. Right? It's just not. You can't just paint it with a broad stroke. This thing, this this design of this world. Um, oh, and one of the reasons I went into this, whatever you want to call it, trying to dissect this is, and Angela made a great point, uh, and and I had to answer her in this way, as to why we are doing this and why we are looking at this like this, because when we talk about this movie, it's very two very Two very simple movies. The broad stroke is 
just go to the movie and be entertained and you get to see all these amazing black faces and talent and it's a storyline of time travel right but in, in and I don't know and no spoilers I didn't I didn't stay to see the uh, the uh, don't let go movie because I want to see it I like to see it when I can actually fully talk about it so we're gonna go see the movie we might even do but anyway but let me go back and talk about the Spike Lee movie I don't have to do any spoilers there one of the things that bothered me about the Spike Lee movie is it didn't end it didn't end because time if you time traveling it should end but the problem with the movie was. They kept, it was a movie where a young girl, um, genius young woman, and her friend, genius young friend, male friend, they find a portal. They find that time travel is possible. And her brother gets, of course, shot by a cop because there's so many narratives. That movie, that narrative has taken over the, the film industry right now. Uh, so she decides, okay, we can do this. We're going to jump back and save my brother, right? So they jump back to save her brother, and they keep going back. And every time they go back, something else goes wrong. Well, one of the reasons they don't change the future is because they keep trying to stop the victim from doing something that causes them to be the victim. Had they gone back and jump one and stopped the killer from becoming a killer, meaning the cop, stop the cop from going to work that day, Okay, or being born for that matter. All right. If they'd gone to the right place and interjected on the right person, it would have stopped a whole lot more than just the loss of however that movie. I can't even remember because it kept jumping. Um, So that's where we are. In, in, In essence, if you get the chance to go back or to go forward, because the movie was called See You Yesterday. If you get a chance to leap backwards or forwards, you're probably going to still end up with the same outcome because you, we, us, we don't know. Like even Trump right now, he ran on a campaign. Let me tell you about time travel. He ran on a campaign to make America great again. And the first question asked was, well, when, when was it great? Where are we going? What are we, what are we, what are we trying to do again? You know, and all in, in essence, because he couldn't define at what point we wanted to make great again. And we made America hate again. So even in, even if given up, now the president has all the resources of the planet in order it can, can collaborate with any leader world nation and change this thing. He could have spent this first term as well as Obama, as well as any other, other presidents could have spent those terms changing the world. And until we realize, well, what's the what's the point that's really wrong? Like I was telling Angela, if we're not going to sit down and we're not going to talk to to white males about this thing and how they were raised by white females. okay, and where that lineage goes, then we can we can talk to the victims all day long. We're not going to we're not going to change the outcome. We're not going to change the future. Same thing with these movies. You can't go back and tell a victim not how not to become a victim. And that's what we continue to do. We got to go back and tell, stop the killers, y'all. We, like, you can't go, you don't want to get out of bed because you didn't do the right thing on that day. But until you recognize what that broad stroke that you try, get rid of that broad stroke. It's time to go in and get some tweezers, okay? I'm telling you, I saw a guy, there's another Cuban viral video, a guy painted a whole picture with the, with the flap on his hat, right? Amazing. But it's, broad strokes are out. 
if anything else at 31, one, one and two minutes over the podcast, we realize that broad strokes are done. If you're not ready to paint this thing with a fine tooth comb, then stay, stay in your delusion, stay in your delusion because we can fix this. And, and I tell Angela, say, well, when we do this podcast, Leading Women Podcast, we do it because women can save the world today. If we get to the end of this day and women did not save the world today, I'm going to be that person asking tomorrow, why not? Why, what is it? What is it that we did not do? If you had a chance to leap forward or to leap back, you, I'm going to tell you. That, can I just tell you all the outcome is still going to be the same because you don't know what you're leaping for? You don't know what it's all for? And, and, and I hate that I had to get that standing there on that red carpet because now, mind you, I'm, I'm, I'm having to deal with what goes on here in America. I had a chance last night to stand face to face with somebody from an entirely different continent as well. We all do each and every day. Thanks to social media, but face to face, two people who, 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 who look like each other and got two totally different narratives, right? Just that simple, simple little talking point. My talking point was to ask the question about time travel and being black, right? It was like, Time traveling while black, right? And he goes, well, I've been in this space. Like, uh, oh, I've, you've been in this? Literally saying to me, well, I've been in the future. I mean, that was the answer. Uh, wait, you already there? Wait, hold up. How did you get there, right? I wish y'all could have seen my face when he said to me, I've been, I've been in this space. Because I'm like, I'm asking him the question of, wow, we're finally in the space. Never mind that the fact that the director standing next to him was a white male. He was like, I'm, I've been in the space, you know. Y'all the ones uh, trying to get back to Wakanda. That's why Killmonger was ready to go over there and just like. <laughs> and shout out to my cohort. Who said, okay, this is a Killmonger moment. This because <laughs> I gotta get out this podcast, y'all. It's so it's just that deep, y'all. It's just that deep. It's it's fun. You have to laugh to keep from crying. Um, because this is where we are. This is where we are. Y'all, it was it, we were we were Killmonger and Black Panther last night. I was looking around trying to figure out where the auntie at. That's what this was. It was I was straight Killmonger last night, like Dude, what what you mean? You've been in this. He literally said to me, yeah, but that's his talking point. And then and then to see my colleague who's actually over in Africa being injected with that, inculcated with that same talking point, getting ready to come back over here and say she's royalty. And I'm like on her time, like, girl, don't don't roll back up in America with that royalty narrative unless unless that's because that's a broad stroke. And I know her, she is a scholar, so she's going to deep dive. And if, if she just went with the broad stroke right there, believe you me, the comments we left on her timeline, she's going to do a deep dive. And uh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to have her on Leading Women Podcast, and Leading Women Podcast will go on her show. We're going to cross-promote this thing. And we're going to continue to talk about it, y'all. Are you out there right now trying to paint something with a broad stroke? Somebody give me a painter's, painter's term. Leave a painter's term in the comments. The comments, again, I can't see your comments while I'm recording. Uh, I will go back, and we will have those comments. There is a Facebook page for the How to Get Out of Bed podcast, but please go over to the Dryer Buzz page. If you go to dryerbuzz.com, dryerbuzz.com, Com, uh, you'll see where we link everything and you'll be able to decide where you want to follow us. Uh, I, this is a daily podcast. If I'm giving the breath of life, you're getting a podcast, right? 
So, and it's going to talk about these things, but I was triggered. I was triggered last night. I was killmonger triggered last night with this brother standing in front of me and telling me he'd been in this space. Yeah, you've been in this space, but uh, some of us, you know, this whole 400 years, <laughs> it's something, like, I'm like, it's just totally absent of, you know, like, it's it just like in Wakanda, like, oh, y'all, Wakanda, y'all help me, help, and tell me, did I just, like, make too much of this? I don't think I did. I think this is what I was born for, is to ask that follow-up question, and that is the follow-up question. You cannot paint this with a broad. I know everybody wants that broad stroke. Let's just paint it red, white, and blue. Uh, but some people like, put a little black, put a little green, put a little red. Yeah, all that. And then everybody else is like, oh, well, our colors are this. And I understand. Believe you me. And if I left you out of this conversation, that's why there's comments. That's why there's feedback. That's why you can, the phone, my phone number's right there. My email's right there. Listen, let me know. Are you in this? Are you just sitting back watching to see how the colors unfold? What they got going on over there, over there now, y'all, honey, this thing, this thing is serious. I thank you guys so much for listening. This is how I woke up. This is how I got out of bed. Now I'm getting ready to go have some breakfast, and I got a lot of chores and tasks and work to do for the rest of the day. My name is Yolanda. I'm at Dryer Buzz. I produce amazing podcasts. Uh, don't forget on Tuesday, this is the daily podcast, each and every day, seven days a week. Um... But we also have Leading Women Podcast that comes on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. And that's what we are deep diving in the uh, 1619 Project, which is uh, running right now as part of the New York Times. An amazing young woman asked the question just like I did. And she got a chance to do pull together um, amazing artists, writers, authors, researchers, scholars. Everybody's talking about 1619 to 2019 so that we can have a better 2020. Okay, into 2025. Let's just start with 2020, because we got to we got to scrape some of these broad strokes off and figure out what's really going on. Uh, oh, we have a food podcast as well, a buzz it or bash it podcast, which you're gonna hear on Saturdays. But you know, what we do each and every day. We are blogging each and every day. If you go to dryerbuzz.com, and I'm gonna tell you, I just need you to do me one more favor. One more favor. Let me um. Say a couple of thank yous. Watch the bottom of your screen as I scroll through this. I want to say thank you to naturalsoapbyzakia.com. You can go to naturalsoapbyzakia. That's where I luxuriate in. Use your discount code DRYERBUZZ for Natural Soap by Zakia. Also, got to thank DLeeInspires.com for their continued support. We may have our annual uh, reunion event coming up with them soon. I'll tell you more also about that. Also, if you're in Atlanta, want to get your lashes done, as well as some other uh, services, take care of yourself. Self-care. Let me tell you what self-care is. Self-care, honey, is walking in the most amazing space and having somebody just take care of you from head to toe. Go and check out eyelashher.com. And then, of course, if I knock all that off the screen, there's one place you should always be. And that, of course, is DryerBuzz.com. But don't let me tell you. Do me one more favor, and that is... Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.